0: Star Bands What's that at the foot of my bed? It's spooky and kooky. I'm pretty sure it's dead. It's coming this way. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm ghosted. By Roz Dressfilez. Eat me, please. Hey, boo. It's me, Raz Dresvalez. We are back with a new episode. I'll be honest with you, and this might be a little confident of me to say, but this episode today, I promise you, I'm going to file this in my top five favorite episodes that we've had yet. It is truly incredible because I'm joined by Bonnie McKee, who is, I think, our first pop star that we've had on this show. She is an incredibly... I'm, I'm in awe of Bonnie McKee. And if you don't know who she is, she is a... Incredibly successful songwriter. She uh, writes tons of songs for Katy Perry. I mean, she literally wrote California Girls, Teenage Dream, Last Friday Night, Part of Me, Wide Awake, Roar. Um, but she's also, I mean, she wrote Hold It Against Me by Britney Spears. She wrote a couple of songs with Kesha, who I absolutely love, and so many people. So she's so rad. And, uh, you know, one thing that I think about all the time is this pattern that I've seen with pop stars and ghosts. It seems like so many female pop stars have experienced ghosts. And we talk about that a little bit. And actually, we talk about my favorite pop star ghost story which is kesha's ghost story which is um we may have talked about on the show before kesha claims to have had sex with a ghost and she wrote a song about it and who wrote that song with her bonnie mckee So we get into that. But I was looking up other pop stars that have had ghost experiences. And I mean, so many of them. We're talking Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus. But I found this one interesting from Ariana Grande. So this was on people.com. She says, of course, the singer told Complex when asked if she believed in ghosts and aliens in 2013. I've had a ghost demon experience, she continued. We were in Kansas City a few weeks ago and went to this haunted castle and were so excited. The next night, we wanted to go to Stull Cemetery, which is known as one of the seven gates to hell on earth. I felt this sick, overwhelming feeling of negativity over the whole car and we smelled sulfur, which is the sign of a demon. And there was a fly in the car randomly, which is another sign of a demon. I was like, this is scary, let's leave. I rolled down the window before we left and said, we apologize, we didn't mean to disrupt your peace. Then I took a picture And there were three super distinct faces in the picture. They were faces of textbook demons. Well, if you guys don't know about Stoll Cemetery, I would love for you to go listen back to one of our early episodes with Kyle Ayers, who went to Stoll Cemetery in Stoll, Kansas, which is another terrifying episode. So go check that out because that's one of those places that a part of me wants to go to, but at the same time, I'm not trying to deal with sulfur and fly smells around me. Now, a future pop star that may or may not have had a paranormal experience last week is none other than your girl Roz Dresfeles. Now, I'm not sure if this is paranormal or not. I'll let you guys decide. But something really strange happened. Okay, so it's kind of a long story. But basically, I found myself staying in an Airbnb for a couple of days. And I just had a little bit of alone time to, you know, ride and work on some creative stuff. And on night two, I was staying in this Airbnb And at about 5 a.m., the smoke detector went off, like, so loud. It made me jump out of my bed. I did not smell any smoke, but the detector was going off. I could not get it to turn off. I finally pressed the right button, and it turned off. And it was kind of, you know, it, it was shocking, but whatever, not that big of a deal. Well, then I wake up the next morning... And I get a message from a listener named Laura. Hi, Laura. Thanks for sharing your experience. Laura tells me that they've been having some ghostly experiences in their home with animals kind of acting strange and various little technical things going on around the house. And then that night before, the smoke detector goes off give or take, around the same time that the smoke detector went off in my room. What is up with that? It's like we synced it up. I don't know how, I don't know. Is that a paranormal thing? Is it just a coincidence? I'm not sure, but it was very strange. And when I woke up the next day and read that, I was completely gagged. So thank you, Laura, for sending me that. All right, let's talk to the one and only Bonnie McKee. On with the show. Oh my god. Hi Bonnie. How are you?
1: I'm so good. How are you?
0: I'm great, you know. It's nice to just like take a break from the news and mm-hmm. you know, just think about spooky things. Like like spooky things that are not actually happening right this very minute, you know?
1: I know exactly what you mean.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I I have a lot of I have a couple of mutual friends that have told me that you have ghost stories and I'm a fan of yours and I couldn't believe it. And now I want to hear all of them. And there's, you know, there's this thing pop stars seem to ghosts seem to love pop stars. And I don't know why that is. Why is that?
1: I don't know. I think that being a creative, you know, you're, you're more open to kind of otherworldly things. I feel like I'm, I'm always channeling something else from a different plane, you know? So I'm a little bit of a ghost magnet. You
0: right. Say, you know? I mean, if you, I Google, like, who are, like, celebrities that have ghost stories? And it's always, like, literally every single pop star. I think every <laughs> pop star has had a ghost story. Like, Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga. Like, all of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Kesha, who you've worked well, with.
1: Well, I wrote a song with Kesha about having sex with a ghost.
0: Yes! Supernatural!
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. So how did that happen? Did she come to you and she's like, Bonnie, I have...
1: Yeah, had she told me a ghost. She, had, she had a sexual experience with a ghost, and then I helped her capture that story, and we made it into a bop.
0: Oh, my God. Did she, like, go into detail?
1: I Yes, I think that she's told the story a bunch on, like, Conan and stuff, but, yeah, she I mean, she told me the same thing. It's not an act of being, apparently something creeped into her bedroom at night and uh, she like felt the weight of, of the spirit on her or something. I don't remember, it's a long time ago, but that shit is real. That shit is real.
0: Wow. Yeah. So what's happened to you supernaturally?
1: Well, where do I start?
0: Do you have that many stories? <laughs>
1: I do. I have a good amount of them. Um, okay, I, let's
0: start with the first one. What was the first thing in your life that has happened supernaturally? The
1: first one. I mean, I always felt like I was kind of tuned in and a little bit psychic with people in my life. But uh, So my whole childhood, I had a bit of like the sixth sense kind of thing going on. But the first time that I saw something, I was in San Antonio because I feel like all the ghosts live in the South. Uh, I hear
0: so much about San Antonio ghosts.
1: Yeah. It's haunted AF. So I was there on tour with the Seattle girls choir long ago. I was like 14 years old and there was like a competitive choir thing we were there doing or something. And, um, all the girls wanted to go to like the jazz fest on the riverbed or whatever. And I was like over it because I was like a raver. And I was like, look, I'm just trying to watch red shoe diaries in my hotel room. So I stayed behind. I was by myself and uh, it was just the TV was on. And uh, first of all, let me just say the hotel that we were staying at was budget because, you know, we were just a bunch of high school girls and choir chaperones and stuff. So it's not like they had us at the Ritz.
0: Right. Um,
1: so like one of the girls unfolded the couch bed and there was like broken glass and a syringe in it. You know, it was oh, like, no, it was seedy. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So,
1: um, so I was sitting by myself watching the red shoe diaries and it was just the TV light on. And there was like, uh, there were French doors that kind of divided the room. It was like a little suite. And I saw something out of the corner of my eye and I looked over and there on the shitty carpet, I saw a girl on all fours looking up. What? at me. Yeah. She was looking up at me on all fours and it was just a few flashes and I just went completely cold the hair on the back of my neck stood up and I mean logically you know your whole life people say ghosts aren't real and blah blah blah. but it's like and so you don't believe it at first because you're just like I know what my eyes just saw but I logically know that can't be real right yeah like what do you do when your eyes when there's something right before your eyes and so I freaked out I ran and I I went to one of the chaperones rooms and was like hysterically crying. Nobody believed me. And um, that was that was the first thing I saw. I mean, I was all always a black sheep in the girls choir. Let's just be honest. But so no one ever believed me. But I saw that shit and there's that's all that's all I could say about that.
0: That is so spooky it
1: was spooky how do you
0: sleep in a room when that's happened were you able to
1: you know i was i had other girls that were staying with me so we were you know sharing a bed and whatever and then the middle of the night there was like a light started flashing and we heard a voice that was like caution caution and all of a sudden the fire alarm went off and so everyone had to exit the, and of course when I heard the voice I jumped out of bed and was like she's back but, it's her. <laughs> but then we all had to file out and they were and no one ever figured out why the smoke alarm went off what like nobody pulled the fire alarm it was just like always some bullshit going down so
0: oh my god I can't even imagine working there it's probably constant
1: yeah it's terrifying so that was the first ghost I ever saw okay and then, if you're interested in hearing any more, would you?
0: Oh, like- my God. Are you kidding me? I want to hear everything.
1: <laughs> okay. My next ghost to, also took place in the South. I was in Atlanta, and I was on a radio tour. And we were staying at this hotel that was, like, 100 years old. I guess they threw, like, the, the Dawn with the Wind premiere party there or something. That was their claim to fame. Wait, what's so- a
0: radio tour?
1: Uh, it's where you go around promoting your songs to different radio stations. Oh, so you okay, okay, okay. Have to get up really early and sing on the radio at seven a.m. It sucks.
0: And that is it with like some guy that's like, "Hey, we're here with," <laughs> yes, that's McKee. Exactly
1: What it is? Yeah, it's it's the worst.
0: At like six a.m. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. So we Sorry. got to the hotel. I was there with my uh assistant who I who had just been hired to like chaperone me on the road, basically because I was only like seventeen or eighteen, and we went into the hotel. I was staying in my room. I didn't know my assistant very well. She had her own room, but I was so freaked out that night. I just had the heebie-jeebies that I called her embarrassed and was like, can I stay in your room? I just, I don't know. I feel unsettled. I don't know why. And she was like, fine. So I slept in her room the next morning. I went back down in my room to to do my vocal warm ups and get ready to go to the radio. Um, and I had my headphones in, I was doing my warmups and I heard a knock on the door. So I took out my headphones, go open the door, nobody's there. I'm like, huh, that's weird. Now, in this hotel room, there was a closet to the left that had, it was like a walk-in closet that had um, accordion doors inside on each side, where one side was a closet and one side was like a washer dryer, right? Mm-hmm. So I had noticed that one of the accordion doors had been left open, and I was like, oh, that's weird that the, the housekeeping didn't close it. You know, it was just whatever. So then I was like, that's weird, there's nobody here. So I put my headphones in, I start warming up again, and then I hear a loud crash. And I'm like, what the hell was that? And I knew, I just felt something. And I go, and I'm like looking around, what was that noise? And I see that the accordion door that had been opened had slammed itself shut so hard that the other side had opened itself. And I was like, okay, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I marched downstairs, I told my assistant, she was like, you're crazy. I went to the front desk and was like, I need a new room, my room is haunted. And they were like, <laughs> They usually don't start acting up until after six. And I was like, oh. okay, so this is a thing that nobody told me about. So I went and did my radio show. I came back and I told my assistant, I was like, you have to come with me to my room to help me pack. I'm not going back in there by myself. And she's like, there's nothing to worry about. You're just imagining things. So she goes back in my room. I'm like packing my stuff up. And then we hear like a loud ripping noise. And she's like, <gasps> I was like, I told you something's weird. And we look in the bathroom and the shower curtain had just like ripped itself open <gasps> and she was like okay let's get the fuck out of here i was like thank you see i'm not imagining things so that place was like that was like probably the most uh like kind of angry feeling one yeah it, where it, like didn't want me there you know what i mean slamming things and you know ripping shower curtains it was it was intense
0: oh my god <laughs> that is insane <laughs> But so you are actually scared of this stuff. Like you're not like you haven't gotten used to it at this point or you're not like, okay, I get
1: different things have different feelings. And,
0: you
1: know, I like, I picked up a demon in San Diego once and what what do you, wait, what
0: (laughs) (laughs) you said that all casual PS I'm in San Diego right now as we're (laughs) recording this.
1: Look out. Um, I went to this, like, expensive resort thing. was like, I, when I got my first check after being broke, I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go to this place. It's called the golden door. Right. So I go, it's like a women's retreat where you get a massage every day and there's like meditation and stuff like that. So I went and I got some Reiki healing. Um, but it was the last, first of all, we all live in like different little bungalows. Everyone has their own bungalow. So it was the last treatment of the day. It was like 9 PM. So this lady comes in to do Reiki treatment on me. She lays me down. She's not even touching me, but she's like manipulating my energy or whatever. And then all of a sudden I just went completely cold. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I started like hyperventilating and then I opened my eyes and I saw like a black shadowy swoopy thing happening and was like, what the fuck? And, but I couldn't talk. I was like completely frozen. And she was just like, could see me like freaking out and with my eyes open and like not being able to breathe and stuff. And she was just like, okay, just hang in there. Like got me through it. Finally, like it went away. And then I sat up and was like, what the fuck was that? And she was like, you just have to ignore them. And I was like, ignore what? And she was like, the demons. I was like, what are you talking about? This is Reiki healing. Like what? And she's like, oh, well, I forgot to mention, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a medium, like I'm a channeler. I was like, well, that might be some information I might want to have if you're going to be messing (laughs) with my energy, you know? And so I was like, oh, well, what do I do? And she's like, all right, well, good night. My shift's over. I'm like, cool. (laughs) I'm just like in this bungalow by myself. And it was like pouring down rain outside. This is really weird. I don't even know if this counts as ghosts. I don't know what it is. But there was like a little table and chair set up thing by the window. And I just felt like something was just sitting there staring at me. Like I just felt like I was being watched. I felt like I was not alone. It felt sinister. I called my mom, who's into like woo woo shit. I was like, Mom, I don't know what to do. And she's like, Get your crystals, like send it light, right? So then I hear a knock on the door, another knock on the door, y'all. And I'm like, It's like midnight. Like what? So I open the door and there's this random little blonde girl standing there crying in the rain. And I'm like, what's up? And she's like, I didn't know where else to go. You seemed like the only person that would understand. I'm like, what? This is like a full movie. So I'm like, I guess come in. Like she's standing in the pouring rain. So I'm like, come in. So she comes in and I like, Make her some tea. She just starts babbling about how her husband's trying to kill her, how maybe she needs to get to him first and she's looking for a hitman, all of this weird. And I was just like, okay. And then she like gestures to the chair that I felt like something was sitting there and she said, and when the devil's just sitting right there, you just gotta laugh. I was like, what? Well, this was not a
0: guest, right? She's just like some San Diego lady.
1: I I guess she was a guest. So I was like, okay. And also like, I had never seen her before at this place. Like, I, and you know, we we're, we have like the breakfast hall where you see all the other women, you're in like yoga classes together and stuff. And I was like, I've never seen this girl. I don't know who she is. I don't know why she's talking about the devil after I just had this weird spooky experience. But then I just like grabbed my crystals and was like, cinder light, cinder light. And then she eventually kind of like calmed down, but I couldn't ri- get rid of her. She was there for like an hour, just like psycho babble. And then the next day, I finally got rid of her and I went out down to breakfast. And I was like, guys, this chick came to my room. What the hell? And they're like, oh yeah, she hasn't left her room at all. She's really weird. Like, we don't know like who she is or what she's doing. I was like, why did she pick my room to come to in the middle of the night in the boring yeah, rain? Yeah, because
0: what did she say? You're the only one that would understand?
1: Yeah, I was like, well, what, how do you know? Like, yeah. you, don't see me. you don't know anything about me. Like, why am I the one you chose? Like, so anyway, that was really strange. And then I just felt like the whole time I was for the rest of this retreat, Like there was just something after me. Like I just felt like this dark presence. And then I came back to LA and I saw it again. It showed up in my doorway in my bedroom. That black. Yes. The swoopy thing. And I was like, something followed me. Something is now attached to me and I don't know what to do. So I, it took me a couple of years of like going to different kind of witch doctors and, and witches and, you know, energy people and then I finally uh, got some black candles, did a little spell thing and like the candle cracked. It was like a whole thing. And then it, and then it finally went away, but it took me a while. <laughs> like
0: how long do you think that was a part of your life?
1: <laughs> a, a couple of years. No. Yeah. It was a couple of years and it was a couple of bad years. Like I, it was like a dark, weird time where I just felt, I didn't feel like myself. I was super depressed. Like my self-worth was in the gutter i was in a shitty relationship i couldn't i just couldn't see the light it just felt like it completely took me over
0: and then once you did this candle ceremony they it stopped
1: yeah i felt i felt better i felt better wow but
0: so was the woman that was doing the reiki she was i mean i would assume she was trying she was removing that from you right but not really like what was she doing
1: like I was I'm particularly uh, susceptible to things like that I don't know maybe it was something that was just already around and she like opened up my energy to it and it attached to me so I don't know I don't know but then like the because she worked there she was like a masseuse or whatever Reiki person and so like every day I would go to her and be like what do I do (laughs) like can you get rid of it and she's like, no, no, I'm sure it's fine. I was like, you knew exactly what I was talking about when I sat up and was like, what the hell was that? And you called it by name. And she was just like, yeah, I don't know. You'll be fine. Like,
0: Did you write a bad Yelp review? Because I would have.
1: <laughs> I should have. Do not <laughs> stay here. You will
0: get a demon.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So that but was- at least
0: that woman that knocked on your door, she was – you believe that she was a a human living lady yes, right yes
1: i mean it just seemed to me almost like something was in her like she was just like her eyes were super dilated black and she was just talking crazy and i was like is she possessed like what is this how did she find me the timing is weird after this lady just left and this swoopy thing just appeared so
0: hold up a second okay my first thought because you said i believe you said a girl knocked on your door and and then you said husband so i was thinking like a child at first and i was oh. going to ask you if she had black eyes because do you know about the black eyed kids no oh what God. <laughs> I'm to to scare you but uh this is something that comes up in a lot of paranormal talks that there's this uh it's uh, sort of a legend but there are credible accounts of these children that are known as the black-eyed children. And basically they have black eyes and they knock on your door and they ask to be let in. And then they say if you let them in, they I mean, no one really knows I guess. I don't know. But they're, we've talked about it before. There's there's quite a bit to read that I could send you. But basically um, no one knows if they're aliens or if they're if they go, I'm. I feel really bad, like oh <laughs> putting head. this on you.
1: No, 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 it's good because I'm just like I never really could explain like who she was, why she came to me, what she. I mean, she was maybe 20. She wasn't a child. But, but it sounds
0: like you talked to people that were there, and they're like, "Oh, we know who she is." So like, it's not like she was.
1: No, she wasn't like a mystery woman. But she just, I had never seen her, and I don't know why she would pick my room and say that I was the one she needed to talk to. You know, yeah. really weird. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> so your mom is like into this kind of stuff too?
1: Yeah. My mom is into, um, transcendental meditation. She's, that's like, that was kind of like our religion growing up in the house. Like we never went to church or anything, but we always were like into meditating and mantras and that kind of stuff. So, um, oh, that's great. She's spiritual, you know, she always, she had tarot cards and a crystal skull and that kind of stuff. So yeah, she's like all about energy stuff. So she's someone I can always call if I'm like something weird's going on.
0: Oh, I love that. So yeah. did you you bring crystals with you places when you
1: oh, yes, travel? I'll, always, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, so wait, what are these other stories?
1: Well, <laughs> I was... <laughs> Bonnie,
0: what a dream guest.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've got stories for days. Um, I was in Nashville. Once again, the South is where they all live. Um, I was in Nashville and... What were you doing there? I, my old manager, um, had their management company building or whatever it was on writer's row. There's a whole street of old Southern mansions that they converted into publishing houses. And so they turned the attic into like an apartment so that writers can come and stay there and whatever. Um, so I was staying there for like two weeks and on the weekends I'd be there by myself and at night I'd be there by myself. It was this huge Southern mansion. It was like four stories high. I'd have to go up these four huge epic stairways to get to the attic. And um, every time I walk up the stairs, I'd feel like I was being followed. And I'd end up like running upstairs and closing the door. So then things started happening where like I was brushing my teeth in the bathroom and then just the shower turned itself on. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Maybe it's like a plumbing thing because I'm turning the sink on." But it was all like newly remodeled and nice. It's like, that's weird. And then like the TVs would turn on randomly because there was like, it was a huge house, all these different bedrooms. And I would hear talking downstairs and be like, what the hell? And I'd go downstairs and the TV would be on. And I'd hear like sweeping in the hallway. And then at night, like it was like that heavy, Southern humid air, you know, and it'd be real hot at night and, and muggy. And I'd be trying to sleep in the attic, big mistake. And I would feel like there was just something standing over me. Oh. staring at me and I would just like hide under the covers and just be like, please go away. And then, um, and then my mom came to visit and, um, we, I told her cause she's a photographer and I was like, can you like take some pictures and see if you catch anything? She didn't, but she was like in on, I was like, something's weird. And, uh, and that night in the middle of the night, the alarm went off. Um, and there was like a million entrances to this house, but, So the police came out to turn off the alarm, whatever. And the door that had set off the alarm is this random door that's like under a stairway that's completely covered with ivy from the outside. So you can't even see that there's a door there. And so Mm. I was like, that's weird. And so they turned, the police turned it off, whatever. And then 20 minutes later, it went off again. And I was like, we, my mom was like, let's get out of here. Like, this is, this is weird. And then come to find out, I, I told my publishers, I was like, I know this sounds crazy, but like something's weird here. Like TVs are turning on the shower. Like someone moved my guitar from like the bed to the piano bed. Like something is weird. they're like, Oh yeah, that's Howie. Howie's the ghost that lives here. I was like, what? (laughs) So they they knew about it. And like Howie was a friendly ghost. I mean, to be fair, it was, it was always more like mischievous. It didn't feel particularly threatening, but it was like present. And like, there would be, Days would go by where I would be like hanging out in the attic playing music or whatever. I wouldn't feel anything, and then all of a sudden I would feel like something just walked in, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, wow. Yeah, my publisher had lived in that house when they first got the building, and he said that he always put his slippers by his bed. So that when he wake up in the morning, he'd put his feet in his slippers. And then he woke up one morning and his slippers had been turned around towards the bed. So it was all like little weird, creepy things like that. Um,
0: now, do you think. Do you think that someone should tell people that before they stay in the house?
1: I think so. I mean, I think, like, I had heard little things where they're like, oh, Howie. like, And I was like, what are they talking about? Like, I didn't know what I was. And then I was like, oh, Howie's a ghost. Got it.
0: Do you have other stories?
1: Well, I've recently, I feel like I may have a little something in the house that I'm in right now. Really? Yeah. And it's not. I don't know. It's not like, it's not bad. It's just a little, I call it the toast ghost because it started out like I, I live alone. Right. So, or I was before quarantine. Now I have somebody here to keep me company, but I lived alone and I'm the only person that uses the toaster. And I always put it all the way on low. Cause I, I like it to just be very lightly toasted. No big deal. <laughs> and I like three or four times I would put my toast in I'd go do the dishes or whatever waiting for my toast and then it would just start smoking and it would be turned all the way up and it would be completely blackened like goth toast (laughs) and I was like what this is so weird and I like I have a housekeeper that comes every once in a while and I was like did you turn like did you clean the toaster and maybe and she's like no no I didn't touch it I was like okay and then recently. And then my friend was here in the kitchen. It all seems to revolve around the kitchen, but now it's been spreading throughout the house. She was doing something in the kitchen. She said that a pen from the living room projectiled into the kitchen, just flew in the kitchen. And she was like, uh, like that's not the dog doing something, you know, like a pen flew into the room. And like, she told me that I hadn't told her about the toast ghost, and she told me about the pen thing. And I was like, that's really weird because there's a there's a toaster ghost. And then um, <laughs> and then like a screw came out of the cabinet randomly that like a screw that you'd have to screw up. Like it would have to screw all the way up in order to fall out. And it was out. And like the ca- cabinet was just like hanging off. And I was like, that's weird because it's all painted in like the screws are painted over, you know? Weird. And then recently, just in the past week, um, my heat was turned up to like eighty-three degrees. I was like, "Why is it so hot in here? What is going on?" And now the heat keeps setting itself to eighty degrees. And obviously, it's been hot, so I, it's not like I like pre-programmed it by accident to go to eighty degrees. So everything the toast
0: goes- ghost is trying to toast you.
1: I know. I'm saying like it's turning up the heat. So I don't know <laughs> what that's about. And then a bunch of my my gear um like my musical gear stuff like my um compressors and stuff was just all randomly turned off my microphone everything was turned off i usually leave it on so i can just i don't have to do a whole setup every time i work and everything was turned off and i asked my my boyfriend that i'm quarantining with i was like did you turn off my gear and he's like no obviously there's been nobody else here like we've been in lockdown so i'm like
0: yeah huh. have you ever seen the video it's like a um I want to say maybe the 80s or early 90s. A news report of a woman with a haunted toaster.
1: What? No, I'm not the only one.
0: Oh my god, Bonnie, it's iconic. I feel like I need to send it to you. Oh my god, right god now. Send it to me. I can't wait. It's so funny. This <laughs> woman, she okay? First, she's trying to make the toast and demonstrating on the air that this huge flame comes out of it and then she has a piece of toast that I believe says Satan lives carved (gasps) into it
1: oh my god and then it
0: ends with the the reporter's like so why do you keep it and she's like well it makes good toast
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I'm with you
0: on that though I don't want to I I call it Captain Crunch toast if it's like too long I need just like a light Toasting. I don't want it to, like,
1: scratch up the top of my mouth. Exactly. I don't want crumbs everywhere. I just want, like, a lightly toasted, nice little raisin bread, you know?
0: Exactly. Wait, but how long have you been at this place?
1: Oh, about two years.
0: And it, did the toasting, when did that start?
1: About a year in.
0: So what do you think that is? Do you think that something you know, found I, its way in there?
1: I don't know, because it started. It all started happening at the same time. There was a toast, there was a pen, there was a screw with cabinet. And I was talking to my friend that the pen projectile that, and like, we had just, um, a friend of ours, an acquaintance really that we hadn't seen in years had just passed away. And I was like, that's weird. Like, we're definitely not the first people that this person would visit if someone had passed away, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that was the only thing we could think. I was just like, I don't really know. But I also, you know, I do a lot of spell stuff. I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a witch. Oh, are you? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm doing, you know, it's all just like, you know, manifestation and positive thinking stuff and whatever. Um, but I might have to, I don't know, but I don't really mind this one. It doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't feel anything, it's a thing. I don't feel a particular energy. I've never felt afraid. I've never seen anything. It's just weird things happening like that where I'm like, maybe this is just, you know, <laughs> when I was in the fifth grade. I, uh, I had to do an end-of-the-year paper on a subject of my choice. So I chose, because I was fascinated by ghosts and poltergeists and things like that, I wanted to research poltergeists. Mm-hmm. So I started researching poltergeists. I went to the library, because that's what you did in the 90s. And totally. I started reading up on it. And basically, uh, the theory that I chose to write about was that um, poltergeists are not necessarily uh, spirits it's just accidental telekinesis where it's like um, a lot of things happen with like adolescent girls in the home where there's like a lot of emotional stuff happening and you know uh, that it's our own energy moving things around. Right. um, Which made a lot of sense to me. Like there's a story about a woman who just got a phone call that her husband had been in a car accident and she, she reached to grab her purse and it jumped away from her, you know? Where it's like when we're in this heightened emotional state, then like think you can kind of move things accidentally and people start to get freaked out. And the more afraid you get, the more energy you're building and the more shit starts happening, you know? Right. So I thought that was kind of an interesting theory. So I'm like, maybe it's just me.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's usually, I think, centered around one person. Yeah. Adolescent girls or adolescents. It's usually um, a lot of those cases. But yeah, I mean, it it could be something. uh From your energy Mm -hmm. interesting do you know if if there's like any kind of history do you know the history of the place that you live in
1: um it's like a mid-century was built in the 50s um nothing that i know of i know there's been a lot of like weird um just you know building and stuff where they've changed the walls around and whatever but nothing that i know of no
0: all right well keep me updated
1: Probably just me. I'm probably just being, being a poltergeist. You know me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, do you want to hear some ghost voices? Yes, I do. <laughs> now, have you ever heard a ghost voice in all of your
1: experience? I, uh, I think that after my grandmother passed, I heard her call my name once. Really? But that's different. It's weird. Everyone in my family had that experience where it was like early in the morning and I heard a woman's voice call my name and I thought that it was my roommate at the time or whatever. And I, and I got up and she was fast asleep and I was like, huh. So, and then I talked to my mom and she's like, oh, yeah, grandma, like called my name. And I was like, huh. but It sounded like a, a young woman's voice. So I figured it was probably her younger self. Like when you die, you probably don't want to stay an old lady, you know.
0: Right. Wow. But,
1: but that's the only voice I've ever heard.
0: Well, have you, are you familiar with the term EVP? Yes. Okay. It is time for...
1: EVPs
0: or ev <laughs>
1: Okay.
0: This is a game we play on the show where basically I go to YouTube and, you know, there's all kinds of paranormal investigators, um, amateur, professional. Uh, they They go on these ghost hunts and they find these ghost voices and then I like to... Have my guests listen to them and tell me what you think the ghost is saying or what the ghost hunter thinks it's saying. And sometimes it's an EVP, sometimes it's an EVP, please.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: Okay, I I got two of them. The first one is from, uh, on YouTube, their name is EVP Field Processor. And this was at the Meeks M-E-E-K-S, Meeks Estate, which is in Hayward, California, Mm -hmm. a big mansion up north. Okay, what do you hear this ghost saying? Bonnie. Okay, it's a lot of background noise and a faint voice. Could you even hear a voice?
1: Mm, Vaguely. Let me try it again. Uh, it sounded like the beginning of a Daft Punk song to me.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Let me play it one more time.
1: Yeah, that sounds like electronic music to me. <laughs>
0: okay, well, here's some guesses, uh, some options. Is it A, I've got a mouth on me. Maybe it's like, you know, some sassy ghost. That's like, right, right, just right. so you know. Uh, is it B, that's a loud party. Is it C, help me out, mommy? Or D, hey, what's up, Bonnie? One more time. Uh, Here it is.
1: I got a mouth on me.
0: It's actually help me out, mommy, is what they believe. Here, I'll play it one more time now that you know that. Okay.
1: It sounds like a robot to me. Doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it's I mean, it's sometimes
0: it's people. hard because there's so much background noise.
1: Where it's like, help me, oh, mommy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, it sounds Like, it sounds like Daft Punk. I'm pretty sure that that's a Daft Punk ghost. That would be the best.
0: Get lucky. Um, <laughs> I think, I'm going to say that's an EVP. It sounds like you're leaning toward EV, please.
1: Maybe. Well, here's
0: another one. This is from the same group on YouTube. And this was at the Saugus train station, which is in Santa Clarita. And um, you're going to hear a woman, like an actual uh, paranormal investigator woman. She kind of cuts off the ghost voice because she says, okay. But you hear a really creepy voice before she says, okay. So it's really quick. Here it is. What's it saying? Ooh. i mm-hmm. I'll do it again. That,
1: okay. Ooh. I don't I like that. That just gave me chills. That one.
0: I know. I don't like that one at
1: all. Let me hear it again. That, okay. oh, I can't understand what it's saying, but it sounds like hissing. It sounds no. like something like something mad. It sounds like. It sounds like. Wait. Let me hear it. It sounded like black cat. Can let me hear it again? Okay. I don't know what is what are their guesses of what it's saying
0: okay is it a bush light you know like anheuser Busch, bush light the beard. okay
1: <laughs> is it
0: b flashlight is it c push play or d it's just like a creepy demon growling okay. here here's another here let me play it again Push play. Oh God, that just gave me chills. Well, they think it's flashlight. Uh, oh. I can kind of hear it. Wait, I'll do it again.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that—that's—that sounds like a real one to me because it gave me chills. You know?
0: No. Yeah. Well, especially if you're like recording, and then all of a sudden you like later hear that, and you didn't hear it in the moment. That's terrifying. Would you go ghost hunting?
1: Um, you know what? I'm just like, uh, I'm I'm so sensitive to it. Yeah. That I, you know, I don't allow Ouija boards in my house because I'm just like, I don't want the trouble. You know. Yeah. Like, although, like, I went on like a road trip through the South and was like stayed at a bunch of haunted hotels supposedly and didn't have shit. So I was a little disappointed. So, like, yes, I do want to like seek it out. Like, I'm I'm curious and it excites me. But as far as like being, bringing things into my house, I try to stay away from that. But I might go on a little ghost hunting adventure. Maybe. Fun. Let's my go when this water. is all over. Come with me. <laughs> okay, I'm down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about uh, it. But what's going on with you? Tell us where people can find you. I see that you uh, are part of this fun Quibby show.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I'm friends with Darren Chris, who is a, very talented, everything. He writes amazing songs. He can sing. He can act. He's funny. He's, he's amazing.
0: He's. Great. Um, I'm always at Tramp Stab Granny's.
1: Yeah, I love that place. Um, yeah, so he asked me to come on and guest star on the show. So uh, I got to play the pop star, <laughs> like the dumb, dumb pop star that they write a song for. Um, and yeah, so that's comes out on Quibi on the first, uh, so you have to download the app and I think it'll be totally worth it because all the people involved in the content that's being created is like super high quality. It's all of like the biggest directors, like the director that did my episode, uh, did the, she directed Clueless and a bunch of other stuff, you know, it's like really high quality, like little pieces of content where they're short episodes, they're like 15 minutes or something. And you know, people are watching bullshit on the internet all day long. So it's like you might as well watch some quality content, you know. Totally. So check out quib. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then where do people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's just at Bonnie McKee and Twitter and YouTube. It's just just my name. Just Bonnie McKee, Spotify. Go listen to my songs.
0: Thank you, Bonnie. Oh my God, what an episode. <sighs> Guys, that was fun. And I am so excited to be recording some more episodes coming up. Make sure you are subscribed. Hey, do me a big favor and give the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a ghost story, you could write it in a five-star review. Or you could just, you know, write a nice five-star review and... Uh, It'd be nice if you could tell your friends about the show, too. I am on Instagram at Roz Drezfalez. I have a Facebook page. Also, we have our Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Drezfalez, where you can join and tell us some ghost stories in there as well. I would love to do a listener episode soon. So if you have a ghost story, please send me an email at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com and make sure you write in the subject line, listener episode. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye!
1: Star Bands Audio, a podcast network.